0: Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 26 about Clearwater, Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by you. If you want to sponsor the Florida Travel Pod, reach out to us via email at hello at floridatravelpod.com to learn how your business can be featured in this spot. We'll write the ad copy for you or work with you to customize your ad copy for our audience. Email us at hello at Florida TravelPod dot com to get started. This week we're gonna talk about Clearwater Florida. And if you listen to our episode last week, our Florida Road Trip series, we were on the Florida nineteen and the Florida nineteen goes right through Clearwater, right? It does. Right? Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> Map check me, Christina. (laughs) I got you. I got you. I know Clearwater, too. (laughs) But before we talk about Clearwater, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. And I wanted to talk about video journals. I love this tip. I recently was thinking about the fact that you're always told, oh, you should journal when you travel and, and write a travel journal and record your thoughts and on what you liked and your favorite parts of the trips. I, even though I'm a writer, I don't always do that. But I love this idea of doing a video journal instead, especially with your family. Not only are you likely filming a lot of the things you're doing, why not take a few minutes at the end of the day and record your thoughts on what you liked and your favorite parts of the trip and, and definitely get the kids involved. You never know what stories they're going to tell you.
1: <laughs> I just... I had some great visions of what Cameron would say.
0: I knew that that would be the kid that that you would have. And I saw dinosaurs in the tar pits. (laughs) Where, buddy? (laughs) So get a video journal, obviously. Well, not get a video journal. Turn on your camera. Turn it into the video. Interview your kids and uh, see what they liked about the trip that you're doing. It's definitely precious memories. And don't
1: forget your sunscreen.
0: Right. Or your video journal might be a bunch of burned people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You peeling off your (laughs) burned skin.
0: So this week, we are going to talk about Clearwater, one of the most popular beaches in Florida, constantly rated as one of the number one beaches in the country. And if it's not Clearwater Beach, it's one of them that's really close by that's rated number one. It's always right up there. Tell me about the Clearwater area, Christina.
1: Okay, Clearwater has, I mean, I have a lot of very good memories of, you know, like we talked about Hudson Beach and and Howard Park Beach, but Clearwater has even more amazing memories. Um, It is uh, just south of Tarpon Springs. Um, Yes, it is true. They have the most gorgeous white sandy beaches with beautiful water and occasionally some waves more like a body surfing kind of waves.
0: This is Gulf of Mexico. (laughs) Mexico. It's
1: it's definitely calmer on that side. Yeah. But it is a spectacular view and I don't know how you can move just a little further South and the sunsets get more beautiful, but they just do. We spent, I mean, countless, countless, countless weekends as a teenager going to Clearwater beach, we would go drive up and down the strip, which you can do in Clearwater beach because there is one. Um, we would stay for sunsets we would um stay at night we did night swims which why why did i do that (laughs) who allowed you to do that (laughs) why did i do that
0: unsupervised
1: yeah like teenagers in the water at night like we were asking to be eaten by (laughs) (laughs)
0: dogs. another disclaimer warning with christina Hey, Christina, I have a homeschool moment for you. What's that? I've got one this time. You're not going to teach me. I went to visit St. Pete Clearwater and uh, their their website, their Visitors Bureau website, and I found eight reasons why you should visit Clearwater Beach. Here's what they tell me about the sugar white sand. It is like walking on powdered Uh sugar. It's true. But the sparkling quartz crystals that cover the beach originally came from the Appalachian Mountains washed down into the rivers that led to the Gulf of Mexico and were swept onto the shores of our pristine beach. Wow. I had no idea. I had no idea either. I thought that was the coolest little fact. That, that is that totally going to be in the show notes. Our sand comes from the the mountains. That's awesome.
1: What I love it. What a good homeschool moment. Thank you, Tanya. Yeah, you're Teacher welcome. Tanya today.
0: <laughs> I, Clearwater Beach, because we talk about the white sand, we've talked about all the different types of sand that you find on the Florida beaches back on our beaches episode, which is... Probably all of the, anything that mentions beaches. Right, anything that mentions beaches, but for a detailed description yeah. on all of the beaches. Back on episode three, we talked about the different... Types of sand and it yeah the sugar white powdery sand of clearwater is what makes it one of the most popular beaches this
1: is true now i'm uh, um, surrounding clearwater beach area there's indian rocks beach dunedin beach gulfport these are all like sort of beaches within that area um I have a funny story about Indian Rocks Beach. Oh,
0: more story time with Christina.
1: My parents, my family was, I grew up with a very large family because I had my my three brothers, my mom and dad, but we also had my grandmother, my uncle, and then my other grandmother and my grandfather. They all lived, we all lived, most of them lived in our house, but my... um, We took a trip to Indian Rocks Beach one day. My mom brought hot dogs and my uncle, my great uncle, was standing. I I already know
0: beach and hot dogs. I I think I know where this story (laughs) is going.
1: I I still, this is one of those memories that it just got burned into my brain because I can still (laughs) see. The seagull dive bomb out of the sky, grab my uncle's hot dog, and fly away. (laughs) I mean, the seagulls there weigh like twenty five pounds.
0: They're fed very well. (laughs) Don't feed the wildlife willingly, because that is the sort of thing that happens. Indian
1: Rocks Beach is exactly what it sounds like. There's a lot of beach, a lot of rocks to be able to climb on, and in the water and such.
0: Um, Just it's a neat. A neat little side beach, sort of. I like Indian Rocks Beach because it is a little bit away from the Clearwater area, so you are getting a little bit away from the crowds, but it still has great sand. It does have the rocks to climb on. It's It's got great shells. No, they don't. They don't have shells at all, Tanya. No shells at Indian Rocks Beach. I got shells. Man.
1: Um, so basically Clearwater is Clearwater beach with a bunch of surrounding smaller beaches. So you can always, if you like the big beach, you like the big white sandy, you can go there, but you can also find some other beach experiences that surround Clearwater beach area. I mentioned, um, the pier or I mentioned, sorry, I meant not the pier. I did not mention the pier. I mentioned the, the, the strip where you can drive up and down. It's loaded with, you know, regular beach stores and at night it lights up and everyone drives their cars up and down the strip. Um, but they have Pier sixty, which is basically a little bit like Saint Pete Beach Pier, which we talked about in our Saint Petersburg episode. Um, I don't have my sidebar
0: open, so I can't tell you what number that was. Oh, Saint Pete, I, I I will. Uh, uh, that is back in some episodes. <laughs> Uh, uh, episode seven. <laughs> Good t- wow. That was a long time ago. <laughs> um, we, you know, this episode, sidebar, sidebar, Okay, this is, sidebar. we are halfway through the, the year? year
1: with this episode. Dang. I mean, when you say the episode number every time, I'm like, wow, we are really far along. It's amazing. <laughs> um, pier 60 is, is something that, um, I, we, it's been around forever, but it's, it is, it's basically a typical peer. Um, that you would find um, great place to catch sunsets and fish and I mean you can experience it's just a different way to experience the beach I, I have like restaurants the there
0: entertainment
1: entertainment is there yeah they have they have um, little like sideshow type
0: entertainment I'm not sure this is something that Clearwater Beach or pier 60 you know necessarily organizes Mm-mm. but you can find dancers jugglers, fire breathing i mean you can see all sorts of celebrations going on it's just one of those locals gather and people are going to entertain i do believe they have to have permits to perform there. or oh, do they yeah. okay that's good to know um, so it's not just random right. it is permitted entertainers but they could be there telling jokes artists singing movie, yeah. artists Yep. It's entertainment. It is
1: entertainment and it's dining.
0: Street entertainment,
1: which I like. Dining and spectacular sunsets.
0: Sun they have a sunset celebration yep. every night. And
1: they do. It's like leaving on a cruise ship. When you leave the port oh, on a cruise ship. <laughs>
0: yeah. It is. Yep. Again, West Side, of course, is going to have the best sunsets Mm -hmm. because it is. It's dipping into that water and it disappears. We stayed at Indian Rocks Beach. I don't know. You're going to have to tell me if this is a reality or if this is a urban legend. When we stayed at Indian Rocks Beach a couple of years ago, the caretaker there was telling us that sometimes when the sun dips into this ocean, you get this natural phenomenon and you get this green flash. Yep. I've never seen it. Have you? Yes. So it is real. It's
1: real, but it doesn't happen every time. It's got to be no. the perfect scenario. But yes, yeah. I've seen it.
0: That is I, that is really unique sort of northern lights kind of phenomenon. Then that happens. I would
1: I would not call it a green flash, but there is a flash. Okay. And I mean green. I don't know that I saw green, but maybe it was just you know I've seen it a couple of times. Okay, and it is absolutely
0: when that sun is down is below the, perfect the water. Setup. Right? It has to be the perfect. Oh setup. yeah, Clear. it's not going to happen every time. No, but when I say green, I am imagining northern lights type of color in the sky.
1: Yeah, I mean something maybe. along to that. It's effect. Something, but along it's worth
0: those lines. going to see if you can see it. Yeah, and if you can, especially
1: if you're going to be staying for a few days, you have multiple chances. And if you do see it, let us know. Please do. And take pictures and videos. Video (laughs) journal your sunset experience. And then ask the kids what they thought (laughs) and if they saw it and if they believe you. (laughs) And Cameron will probably have seen a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Clearwater is also very, very well known
0: for the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. Have you been? I have. It's such a cute uh, aquarium. And the reason it's famous is for Winter the Dolphin. And who is Winter? Have you seen The Dolphin Tale? Or A Dolphin Tale? Or just Dolphin Tale? I
1: have seen <laughs> Dolphin Tale. And um, actually, there's a there's a lap book associated with Dolphin Tale. a really great
0: comprehensive curriculum. I'll put a link. Fun homeschool edition. Yes. Winter the Dolphin is a dolphin that... Washed up on the shore with a damaged tail, no tail, and caught
1: in a in a net. He he had a tail. It was he it was um, caught in a fisherman's net.
0: And it is the the movie is the mostly true tale of Winter's Tale. Yeah, this, the
1: fictional part was just the people that were. Yeah,
0: and this family who helped rescue Winter and brought him to Clearwater Marine Aquarium in created a prosthetic tail that winter can still use and you can actually see winter at the clearwater marine aquarium and winter has a friend hope yep and that is hope is the second movie right hope comes from the second movie Yeah, i believe so and i can't remember what makes hope famous
1: Yeah, I don't think I ever actually saw the second I don't think I ever
0: saw the second one either.
1: I've seen both of them. She was
0: discovered in a similar location in the Indian River Lagoon. She doesn't have the tail damage that Winter did, but you can meet both of them and you can watch them swim and you can watch the caretakers take care of them and learn all about the real life story of both Winter and Hope and the other animals that they talk about in the movie. And there's a boat ride there too there is
1: yeah we rode a boat out to the there's like a you get on this little i guess it's a pontoon boat
0: boat rides and guided tours i did not know that i didn't get to do that when i was there oh yeah it's fun because they are located right along the intercoastal waterway out there you can do a boat water tour right from clearwater marine aquarium they're very big on the conservation and protection eff- efforts of the marine animals and marine mammals. And rescued animals throughout the state of Florida F- find a home at the marine. At the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. And of course, they have educational programs as well. They do have educational programs. I really liked the otters that we saw and the pelicans. And one of the pelicans is the pelican that's featured in A Dolphin Tale. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's a really cute movie. It's worth taking a look, especially before you go to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. Yep. All right. I think this part's up to you now. Oh, Dining. (laughs) somehow I'm the one that's talking about dining in, in Clearwater. We have visited Clearwater several times and I have a few favorite places that we have dined at. And one of them was a recommendation of our hotel owner at the time told us about this place called the Clearwater Bait House. And where we were staying, it was literally a walk under the Causeway Bridge and here is this bait house That looks every bit of a bait house. (laughs) It's this wooden shack uh, with fun painted decor, and it's sitting right there on the water. And yes, you can buy your bait and tackle there. However, it was the best fish dip I've ever had. And it was worth the trip to go to the bait house tackle, bait house tackle and tavern. Oh, tavern. I, yeah, well, of course, because if you're going to be sitting on the water, you need to have a drink. And, mm-hmm. but it, again, imagine a place where they not only sell the tackle, they sell the fish that they catch fully prepared for you to eat. It is the freshest seafood you could get.
1: Clearwater reminds me of the way that Cape Cod is to Massachusetts.
0: Okay, I can see that. Destination, beach, seafood destination. Live caught fish cooked in the restaurant
1: uh, kind of thing. Yum.
0: Yeah, Frenchie's Rockaway Grill is another one of those popular Clearwater restaurants. They've got a couple of different locations throughout Clearwater. It's one of those iconic restaurants. Have you been there? No. I, it's iconic. And I just, <laughs> you haven't been there. No. They have a lot of different locations. Again, perfect seaside Location, a little bit touristy, but again, the food is good, the drinks are good, and the views are amazing.
1: I mean, I honestly feel like you eat at a restaurant in Clearwater just to see
0: what's out there. No kidding. I mean, you're you're eating partly for the view. You're not eating the view. You're eating at a location partly, mostly for the view, and Frenchies, all of them have great views. Mm-hmm. And so take a look at them. The next one on my list is Columbia Restaurant, and Columbia is a popular, I wouldn't call it a chain, but they definitely have a few more locations throughout the state of Florida, and they have a lot of history. They spring up, there's a Spanish restaurant. It's been owned and operated by five generations over 115 years. It's one of those few businesses that can is really in the family and has been in the family for generations and there is a clear water location and the menus vary by each location and i would also imagine that they're going to have amazing seafood but it's going to be a spanish flair to it as Um, well it's a little bit more fine dining i think i was just
1: about to say if you notice on their website it says casual attire is fine but we don't allow sleeveless shirts on men
0: oh but on women it's okay
1: Well, I'm guessing because a lot of your formal wear can... Not formal, but your dresses. Oh, true. Women
0: can wear strapless dresses. Yeah, strapless
1: dresses or tank style dresses. Like I think it's a little... A sundress is a nice casual dress and it's pretty, but
0: yeah. And they were named one of the 100 most scenic restaurants in America. Nice. So if you're looking for a fine dining location with Mm -hmm. a lot of history... And a really pretty view. Really pretty views. If you get the chance though, ask the general manager for a little history. I've had a history of the Columbia restaurant in a different location. And just to hear the stories of the family and how they started is really incredible. And that there are very few restaurants, very few businesses that have been owned by five generations or more, Mm. which I think makes it really unique. I have a list of grouper sandwich hotspots. Grouper that's probably your most popular fish sandwich.
1: Yep, we caught lots of grouper on the ocean there.
0: And Visit St. Pete Clearwater has this in a whole list, and of course one of them is at Frenchie's Rockaway Grill. You can also get grouper at Guppies on the Beach, grouper at Salt Rock Grill, at the Columbia Restaurant, at Hurricane Seafood Restaurant, and grouper catch of the day at Trophy Fish. Guess where you can find that list? on our show notes <laughs> good guest tanya thank you you were listening <laughs> the website even says jimmy buffett may sing about the praises of a cheeseburger in paradise but everyone knows you haven't lived until you've had a fresh grouper sandwich in the florida sunshine
1: mm-hmm. do you like grouper i do okay i do i didn't like it as a child
0: i do now great We can go get a grouper sandwich in Clearwater. Sounds good. Okay. And then, uh, of course, what are we going to talk about? Beer. (laughs) Big Storm Brewing Company is the brewing company in Clearwater. Are they in Clearwater? Directly? (laughs) They're definitely in the Tampa Bay area. And I don't know if I... Yes, they do have a Clearwater tap room. I can't remember if I put this on the list or if you did. I don't remember. (laughs) They do have a tap room in Clearwater. They're right there on the main.
1: I did because they have, um, this was the one that had, okay, they have Bromosa. (laughs) They have.
0: Which is a tangerine IPA. Yeah.
1: Um, And then they have this, what is the coffee and creamery. Two new products. Okay, so it was it had to do with the coffee and creamery one. Okay,
0: and that was a coffee-flavored beer? Yeah,
1: so it's um, a coming soon, oh, Big Storm Coffee, Big Storm Coffee, oh, so that's coffee beer, um, not just craft coffee. But great coffee, um, variety of coffees using... So it was just... It was cool because it had this extra little...
0: So if you're looking for a local brewery, which we like to find if we can when we're out and about, Mm -hmm. check out Big Storm Brewing. With a nitro
1: and original cold brew. Oh,
0: that sounds... I'm not a coffee and beer person. I am a coffee person and I'm a beer person, but I'm not a combined. Coffee and beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a combined. However, if you like that, it sounds like that's worth checking out. However, I like the idea of the Bromosa mm-hmm. and some of their other uh, featured beers. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Well, of if course we have
1: cruising. If you are on the water... What should you be doing? Yep, cruising dolphins, sunset, lunch and day cruises. Same same thing we mentioned in Tarpon Springs. You can always go back and listen there. But this is in in Clearwater, same kind of thing. You can go out and do day cruises to find dolphins. You can do sunset cruises. You can have they have dining cruises. It's amazing all of the options that are
0: out there now. <laughs> and you I would say you're probably Almost guaranteed to see dolphins. Oh yeah, when you're out there and, on those yeah. cruises. And I mean, so, if you're not from Florida or if you don't get to the ocean that often, and you're looking to see dolphins, check out some dolphin cruises.
1: And again, we mentioned fishing in the last episode in um, talking about huts and area, but um, it is always worth the um, money to. If you're going to go to Clearwater and go visit and you want to go fishing, get someone to help you out. Find the locations that you can find the fish. That way you're not going out there casting your lines and not catching anything. And also you're being safe in the area, especially if you are not an experienced boater. But there's tons of fishing to be had. And you can also fish off the piers and there's causeways too. Oh, yeah. What a great thing to do off of Pier 60. Yep. You can do it off of Pier 60 and you can also do it off the causeway. Oh, fun. by By the
0: beach. The Clearwater Historic Society. How mm-hmm. about this? A little history in the beach area. Yep. If you need a, this, I think this is a good rainy day activity.
1: Definitely, because you will find that happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, now, the, it's open to the public on Saturdays from 10 to 2, or you can you can book to host a private tour, and they will have a knowledgeable docent who will walk you around and and give you all of the information that you need there their um, they're, they can give you a tour, like a walking tour and walk at your own pace as well. Reflect and relax in their historic space. Um, and then this is, that's past, isn't it? May 1st. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It is June 29th for this episode is when this is going to yeah. be released. However, they do have events mm-hmm. at the historic society. So it's worth checking out to see if you're going to be in town during one of those events. Yep. Anything else in the Clearwater area that we haven't mentioned? Probably tons.
1: There's tons. I'll just put that out there. You should definitely dive in and look around because there's... You should dive in. Dive in. (laughs) Yeah, you should dive in and look around in that area because there's so much to see and do in Clearwater.
0: Real quick, we didn't have this in our notes, but I think I I do want to touch on where to stay in Clearwater. There are dozens and dozens of hotels. You can find the big chain hotels, but look into the smaller family run and owned hotels. Take note if they say ocean view or water view because some of them may be on the intercoastal waterway and they may have a water view, but it may not be the ocean view. So it depends on what's more important to you. We have stayed in um, we've stayed in hotels in Clearwater. We have stayed in inns where we had a full kitchen and we were right there on the water. Like I said, we walked over to the Clearwater Bait House to have dinner, but we had a full kitchen where we could have cooked our own food and we could have chartered a boat. From this particular location they have everything you're looking for and i would recommend going to the visit st pete clearwater website to find out uh, where you should stay mm-hmm. in the clearwater area all right christina top three rapid fire Give it to Um, me.
1: I want to do a lunch cruise. Okay. I want to go to the Pier 60 on the sunset celebration. And I want to do
0: the grouper sandwich. (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's do grouper sandwich. Let's, let's do a whole day of grouper sandwiches. Grouper sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> I would also like to do some grouper sandwiches. But I think I'm going to talk about I want to go back to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. It's been a while since I've been there and I need to take a cruise out of the Clearwater Aquarium. Definitely looking forward to some sunset celebrations at pier 60. And I'm going to check out beer storm beer storm big storm brewery yes. next time I'm in the area now it's time for our featured florida product of the week and each week we share our favorite florida products from small businesses throughout the state surprise surprise we're featuring big storm brewery
1: oh how about that (laughs) they have florida's craft beer forecast tropic pressure florida ale Uh steeped with hibiscus flour and key lime shandy brewed with key lime puree i'm there (laughs) right and there. You can read all about all of their different beers online. They've got some really cool stuff that's so unusual. I mean, I don't know that I would go for a key lime puree beer, but it just sounds really cool. And I know you're a big fan of the key lime beer.
0: I was just listening to our episode where I did talk about that, which was on the other side of the state in Titusville, where mm-hmm. I had tried a key lime flavor. And now I think I want to try it everywhere that has it. But like seriously, steeped with hibiscus flour? Yeah, That sounds amazing. And you can order online for pickup, I imagine. Do we know if they are in stores? We'll reach out to them and find out if they are in stores or not. Um, I don't know if they're in stores, but I do know that you can order online. Take a look at, you know, if you're in the area, but you can't make it to the brewery, order online for pickup. Where can we find the Florida Travel Pod?
1: Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. And this is also the best place to comment with
0: your favorite tips. Do you have a beer at
1: the tap room that you would want to get?
0: Oh, yeah. And also let us know if you've been to Clearwater. What's your favorite thing? Have you stayed there?
1: Have you got a recommendation where where
0: did you stay all of it ideas anything we talked about um
1: you can put in those comments make sure that you check the show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything that you heard in today's
0: episode including
1: homeschool moments of the week (laughs) reach out to us on email at hello at
0: floridatravelpod.com You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help boost us in the visibility on those podcast players and helps others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation go to patreon.com/floridatravelpod slash and when you donate we'll give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, more, mugs, Woo! t-shirts. What do you what do you want? We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> and we may even have some more surprises along the way, but truly, truly your support on Patreon or on podcast players it really does allow us to give you the best content from the sunshine state and we really do appreciate your support. Stay tuned next week. We're not quite sure what we're talking about yet, but stay tuned next week. I think it might be Casadega. Maybe. We'll see. Well, it'll be a surprise. Even to us. (laughs) But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone.